Hey, welcome in to another BA Chats. I'm your host, Kevin Kuntz. And I'm your hostess, Rachel Kuntz, wife to this guy. I'm the husband to this gal. <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening. BA Chats is a special time where we share testimonies. Testimony means do it again. So anything you ever hear wonderful that Jesus is doing, not just on BA Chats, but just period, you yeah. need to know that that's a testimony and that that's an invitation to you. The Lord is definitely saying through people, hey, would you like me to be involved in your life? Would you like me to be working through you? Then this is, say, just say yes. I'll be all over it. That's his voice. That's yeah, what he says. And, so, and the other reason why we have BHS is because in our church culture and the people in our body, there are so many wonderful stories. There is just gold that pours out of people when you, when you get a chance to spend a time with them. And you don't, you don't get to do that at church all the time when you're passing people five or seven minutes at a time. So we have this great open opportunity mic where we get to invite people to come and share their stories because there are some awesome stories. Honestly, Bethel is, is we, we are a group of folks that have moved across the country, come across the world, just where does Jesus have me? Father, my life is yours. And, and when you've got that kind of surrender, people have beautiful, I mean, he has done amazing things. Yeah. And um, we seem to be like a, a church full of folks that just, you know, have great stories. So we're going to just showcase one tonight. Yes, we are. Mike and Amy Nellums, thank you guys so much for joining us. We love you. We are glad you are here. We love you, too. We're glad to be here. <laughs> Mike and Amy are super specialists. Amy was a first-year student last year. She has graduated. But uh, I love everything about Mike and Amy. But, man, I tell you, y'all's story is beautiful. I love it from start to finish. I love the last thing that I heard that was real recent and to all the way the stories back to way before we know you. It's beautiful. You guys have got evidence of Jesus all over mm-hmm. you. And so thanks for joining us, and we can't wait to get your big story out there. Woohoo! Thanks for having us. <laughs> Let's start with Amy and how we met. I feel like from the time that we met, it was it started with a divine encounter, and it is still going. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like Facebook Messenger, hey, I had a dream. <laughs> right. Like, I'm on your radar. <laughs> like, like, oh, oh, look, it's another dream from Amy. What's well, happening? we will get into that, but Amy, the Lord really gives her beautiful dreams. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're wonderful. You're, I love your dreams. And so we'll, we'll definitely get to that. Let, let's start to where you and I met because, again, it was exciting. So Absolutely. it was out here. You, you take it, Amy. Amy. Take it from here. So take we were <laughs> out in the parking lot, and we were waiting on Mike. He was coming to a meeting here, and I had seen you guys at Bassum. And I'm like, they're my leaders. They look so familiar, but I couldn't figure out where. And so we started talking about Mike's situation, and you were going, I've heard this before. And we were like, right out here in this yeah. parking on the yeah. farm, right. and you were talking. Well, I, I saw you, and I was like, oh, have we met? And you said, oh, no, I've never seen you. Right. I thought you were crazy. I'm like, I don't know you. <laughs> and you're like, I know this story. And I'm like, I don't know you. <laughs> well, it's then, like, I don't stare my stuff, and here I am at BA Chats. Yeah. <laughs> Amy's famous, I don't share my stuff, except with the planet on BA Chats. <laughs> but besides that, I don't share. That's yeah. right. <laughs> But anyway, it dawned on me that Amy and I had met each other probably what? I mean, it's been two years ago now, or th- three it's years ago. Almost three years ago. Okay, three years ago. Absolutely. At our hairdresser. We have the same hairdresser. Shelly West. <laughs> Shelly, I love her. She's in my phone as Shelly the hair genius. Awesome. She's my favorite. <laughs> but I had gone to get my hair done one day, and I hit the door, and Shelly said, Rachel! 
Rachel, I'm so glad you're here. This is Amy. Amy, tell her everything. She can, she'll pray. You'll right. see a miracle. I Absolutely. Like, so Amy started the story, and we did pray that day. Right. Uh, Shelly is one of those that'll put you on the spot and just make you talk, even if you don't want to. Um, you were yeah. in her chair. I was, and she's like, talk. And I'm like, okay, you've got scissors to my head. Yes, I will talk. <laughs> literally so. the way that went. She's Rachel, so you're here. Tell her what's going on. She'll pray, and you'll see blah, blah, blah. Right. It was hilarious. So Amy told I me. I did. I was like, okay, don't cut me. <laughs> <laughs> so I started telling Rachel what had been happening uh, in our life at that point. And we were strangers. Uh, yeah, total time. strangers. Yeah. Um, and I just remember her coming over, and Rachel came over and just held my hands and just prayed the most eloquent prayer. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and that was it. I never saw you again. Until? Well, until. And I left, and I remember telling Kevin, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, this happened today at Shelley's. And I know that this man, Mike, who I didn't know till three years later, he had a change in his life. Like, I could feel it. I felt things shift, and he's, he's on a different trajectory. I remember telling him that things have changed. And so three years passes. Amy has a cousin. Tell me about your cousin that knew you should come to school. So my cousin was telling me, oh, my gosh, Bethel is basically in your backyard. Why are you not going to school there? And I'd never heard of Bethel. So I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And so they take me to church to Bethel one night. And then they, her and her sister both start telling me, you really need to go to Bethel school. And I'm like, a million reasons why not to. Right. I mean, especially with what happened with Mike, I'm like, there's no way. But then, of course, God gives me a dream, and I'm back in school. And I'm like, okay, God, I will listen. I'll be obedient. I don't like it, but I'll <laughs> go to school. So she signs up, but, is I mean, has reservation. I mean, Absolutely. We're all adults with jobs, and, I mean, to go to school, you need yeah. to hear the Lord. So. Absolutely. I was second-guessing it big time, going, okay, God, did you really tell me this dream or was it Taco Bell? You know, what, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Like, that needs to be said. That Man, you, we should always come to the Lord with our questions. That's beautiful to be like, Father, I, help me, help me. Like, I love that story in the Bible where the man came to Jesus and he said, I believe. Help my unbelief. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that story. So no shame in that ever. So here Amy is out here in the parking lot three years later. I recognize her. She's like, I haven't seen you. And I'm like, I know, I know you. She starts telling the story. I'm all... I do. We ran into each other at Shelly's. And that was her confirmation. Yep. That's what she needed to. Absolutely. As soon as I realized who you were, it was like God said, Amy, it's going to be okay. I've already, you know, uh, given you divine encounters. Like, I've already set the path. You're going to be safe. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I can go to school. So she came to school. And last year, whoa. I mean, can you even... I mean, oh, that's what you're amazing. doing. Amazing. I'm glad we've got 45 minutes because, man, you couldn't wrap it up in a couple of seconds. You had a great year. I had an awesome year. <laughs> it awesome. Was it really was. It was just like mind blowing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it really was. <laughs> well, and we're going to get to it. But before we do, let's go ahead and start with you, Mike, and what that instance was because it was it was a dramatic. It's been a, a big deal in your life. Uh, yes, it was. Um, like I said, um, I got beat up at work. Um, we had a new hiree that come through the temp service, and he'd been there two days, and I didn't know him. He didn't know me from Adam. Like I wow. said, I just got back off of vacation, and he said he didn't need to talk to me about the time clock. It wasn't working right. So I said, well, come on. I'm headed back to the office. So um, We'll go by the time clock on the way up there. Then about halfway up there, he said, um, I need to talk to you about something else. 
then it's just kind of like he fell back a little bit. And when he got out of my sight, that's he hit me. And, it, I mean, he just sucker punched me so hard it knocked me on the ground. And he climbed on top of me and just started wailing away. And I tried oh. to twist and fight and get back up, but after a few good blows to the head, he knocked me unconscious. And like I said, we had a concussion here wow. and um, ruptured two discs. So they take me to the hospital, take him to jail. I go to the hospital. Amy and the pastor's wife um, come down there and they're praying for me. And um, I was just... Um, I just like in a daze. Oh, I like bet. I, you know, what just happened? You see this stuff on the news. Wow. But, you know, you don't ever think about it happening to you. And it's like um, two or three days later, I was sitting there watching the news. And um, I don't know if you guys remember where that guy worked at the news company and shot the lady oh. while she was giving a live broadcast. Whoa. Was that during the same time? Like Two days after, two or three days after. Good nightmares. And um, it's, you know, I just started thinking, you know, that could be me. He could have beat me to death. Wow. Which, um, if we'd been somewhere in the plant where nobody could see him, I mean, I believe he would. And one of the guys on the shipping dock come by on the forklift and jumped off and hollered for some more guys, and they come over and got him off of me. Wow. No reason. There was nothing. I mean, it nah. ended up he was just mentally unstable. Yes, ma'am. Whoa, wow. you guys. Okay, so this is a curveball. I mean, that's that's saying it lightly. So this started you, and again, it's been three years, and so I'm excited to hear what the Lord has done up until then, but th this is where the story starts, at least with us. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. Wow. Okay. So yeah, again, God brought you in right at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So we're going to be putting this together, but... Um, let's go back. Okay, so everybody, BA Chats listeners, you be remembering that that's where this thing started. But let's go back now, and let's talk about you two and, and your marriage that I love. I love your relationship. You two are hilarious. Like, you really just see each other is yeah. what I would say. You do. Yeah. I mean, like, know I each other. see you. <laughs> How long have y'all been married? Which time? <laughs> <laughs> Here in lies the story. Just go ahead. Give us your scoop. God does have a sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I met Mike in 2000. Okay. And we got married like six months after we dated. And then... You come out going to tell him how you chased me down? <laughs> You chase I bet you did. You, you, you get her to tell the truth, Mike. You get her to tell all of it. Secretly she even run a back drink check on me. Oh, I did. I should have been well. one to done it. Oh my gosh. I totally did. Well, I mean, a girl can't be too careful. Right. Obviously, you agree. I agreed. I met him at work. I'm like 80 shades of red right now. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> we were going to leave that part out. <laughs> no, that's the good stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, we married in the year 2000, <laughs> and we were married for about, what, five years? We, no, <laughs> we were married for two years. Two years. We separated for five and then remarried. Okay. So all in all, it's been 18 years. Wow. Right. Wow. That's uh, 18 great. for me. 
<laughs> okay, the deets to this are, why did you guys separate the first time? Because Mike's a heathen. <laughs> the truth shall set you free. <laughs> Preach it, Mike. Preach it, brother. <laughs> well, when alcoholic marries uh, bisexual, it doesn't exactly mix too well. All so, right. <laughs> All right, guys. It was a hurricane. <laughs> well, I mean, go yeah. ahead. Give wow. us this story. When an alcoholic marries a bisexual. Yeah. Wow. Okay, this is, I love this. This is where you guys started to where you are now. Right, yeah. To this beautiful married couple, it's loves awesome. each other, parenting like Jesus, walking with the Lord, <laughs> and it started out with an alcoholic and a bisexual. It did. Bring it on. Give us the story. <laughs> oh, after you, babe. <laughs> After me. Both of you get a turn. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, like she said, we met at work, and uh, I took my truck in to get it worked on, and she says, you know what look good in that truck? And I said, no. She says, me. Oh, <laughs> And the rest is history. <laughs> I can totally see that. I bet it's exactly what you said. Wow. <laughs> but well, awesome. I mean, Mike, you're a looker. What was she supposed to say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she was right. She, she did good. <laughs> But um, I, I'm going to be speechless now. Good. Now, um, so I thought I had eyes for her. I guess she had eyes for me. So I thought, hmm, I'd like to take her out sometime. So just one thing led another. We started dating. And like I said, we went to one of her cousin's wedding. Then My we, best friend's wedding. Okay. Then we said, let's just get married. That's weird. Well, why wouldn't you? I mean... <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but you're talking to two people that's still out in the world. And actually, she's the one that got me in church. Her and her parents went to church. I wasn't raised in church. Um, like she said earlier, I was raised a heathen. <laughs> neither, one of my, uh, neither one of my parents um, went to church or ever took me to church. Sure. So I didn't, didn't know anything about religion or Pentecostal, Baptist, all that good stuff. So you weren't walking with the Lord at all? Not at all. Not even a little bit. All right. So we start going to church. Then after we get out of church, we'd just go home, watch NASCAR, and drink a six-pack of beer. Well, he would a drink a six-pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, one Sunday, December the 3rd, my birthday's April 3rd, but my real birthday's December the 3rd. That's awesome. And we both went to the altar together. We went the same time, gave her, um, her lives over to the Lord. And I was just at a point from all the drugs and alcohol for all the years. I was, I was just done. I aggravated. I'd been married several times, and I thought, we, you know, I'm going to. Give you them. had been married several times, mm -hmm. and had you been uh, using drugs and alcohol for the entire time? The whole time. All right. I was just like my parents. Well. I was uh -huh. doing what I saw when I was a kid. Well, sure. Which um, is so important to me now to do the right thing since I have a eight-year-old child. Mm -hmm. I, want, yeah. I want him to see what it should be done. Well, he does. He sees it. Wow. From his mom. No, <laughs> <laughs> Now you know why everybody prays for me. <laughs> okay. So you, you were just raised in this and had a long-time drug and alcohol problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you met Amy. And was that your first introduction to Jesus? Um, I mean, I've had some aunts and uncles take me to church a time or two. Sure. But as far as going to church on a steady basis, yes. That's awesome. 
and um, we got saved. So her mom and dad bought me a Bible that I have this day. It's about to just fall well, it is falling awesome. apart. It's duct taped. That's awesome. But Literally. That's the best kind of Bible. I have so many memories in it where the Lord spoke into my life, you know, wow. highlighted it and marked. But um, she um, kind of backslid on me a little bit. Well, I mean, how did so? How did you get? <laughs> I liked it better when I took him to church. <laughs> yep. oh. so, yeah. So, how did you get wrapped up in the in the bisexual lifestyle? Um, I was actually brought up in church. My dad was a pastor, okay. so I was yep. a PK. Yay, PK right. kids! Yes, Yay, PK kids. Really, they're Absolutely. blessed. Absolutely, they are blessed. Uh, but I was abused sexually okay. um, by people in the church. Okay, that's hard. Um, just yeah, so just raised right. up in a culture where there was a lot of uh, sexual abuse going on. That's hard. Yeah, and I think that kind of threw me into it as I got older. Um, yeah, I was in high school. I fell in love with this guy, and he liked a girl from my church, and it just went downhill after that. And okay. um, they tried to get me into counseling. A girl had hit on me, and it freaked me out. And I went to my youth pastor, and I was like, I don't want to be gay. Like, what's going on here? Sure. And um, did that scare you? Did it that scared me to death. Yeah. Because thought, it scared you like it made you think possibly something yeah, was happening in you. I thought, you. what is wrong with me? But why nothing did this ever happen? had been. No. Okay. Mm-mm. No. And I thought, why is this happening? This is not what I want. And I remember going to them saying, help me. Mm-hmm. And um, they set me up an appointment with one of the girls who had supposedly been delivered from the lifestyle. Um, she went to a Bible school. <laughs> And so, you know, she had all the right, whatever. Sure. But they forgot they set up our appointment, and it left us meeting separately. Um, and so one thing led to another. You know, here I am in high school. She's almost graduating college, and it was just a mess. So that was my first encounter with okay. it was, you know, got oh. crushed by a boy, had been abused, and, you know, there's you, that. <laughs> you know what I think it's so important to see from this is that the initial reaction from folks, it scares people. Oh, absolutely. And once the enemy gets his foot in the door with fear, it's it's trouble. Oh, absolutely. But I, I actually love to uncover that the root of it is that people, it's scary to look at that and think, oh, my gosh, am I like that? Yeah. And the enemy just uses that. It's like ammunition for him. It is, but fo- no one's hooked up that way. Nobody's born that way. That's not even no. a thing. It's just flat-out fear, and that was, I mean, basically your experience. Absolutely. I appreciate you saying it. I really do. So that was in high school. You go on. Yeah, I always had boyfriends, you know. I just. Bisexual. Know, yeah, bisexual. Sure. And so I see Mike, and I like to strut. <laughs> well, I mean, I it's like funny because I, I, we were in Florida, and my thing was I will never date anybody that's what I call redneck. You know, <laughs> cowboy boots were a absolute no, and so he was everything I swore that, that I would never so date. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I'm like, cowboy boots and all, right? And I'm like, Mike, what is happening? That must have been a great looking truck. Yeah. It was an awesome truck, uh, Z71. She was the one that said, "Hey, I look good in your truck." I did. So, so anyway, that's how we started um, talking. I did do a background check on him. Um, we went to my friend's wedding, and we thought. Let's get married. That looks super fun. <laughs> and so we did. <laughs> so word to the wise, you might yes. not decide to get married at somebody else's right at your magical wedding. wedding. Yeah. Yes. I'll never yeah. go back to Alabama again. 
<laughs> okay, so y'all get to be married. You're married for two years. And obviously, these lifestyles, they start to come up. Um, we got married in October, and by December, we were headed for divorce. Well. <laughs> I mean, it was that quick. Well. You know, because, I mean, it was, you know, he was a heavy alcoholic and drugs, and I had my issues with, you know, sure. trying to figure out what I needed to be, and sure. it was just a mess. So, I mean, we were headed to the down core and I, I just remember going you know if we want to make this work all I knew was church great you know that's wow. all I knew so you went to church Mike Mike starts walking with the Lord yeah man he gets delivered from everything tell he's like this she oh. got so mad tell oh. us this story he's in there I love this story he's like in righteous there jealousy his, yes righteous jealousy he's in there praying and God slains him in the spirit in the bedroom and he comes up and he has no no whatsoever desire to drink smoke cut like wow. it was gone in an instant in an instant <laughs> oh Mike tell us what was happening well, in the world that? God loved him more <laughs> God <Amy>. has favorites <laughs> that's what Amy took away from the situation <laughs> Amy um, now um the devil had a field day with me about the first couple of weeks because um, when she left me, she left me for someone in the church. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, the devil's just laughing at me. <laughs> See there? People in churches, they... they and you're a new Christian at new, this point. Brand new Christian. Okay. And um, like I said, the devil had a field, uh, field day with it. Saying, well, See there? The church the same way well, why, why even go to church? Why even bother? So wow. I was right there on the line, fence post. Okay, what I do? And I couldn't go back because if I never went back, I'd, um, like I said, I loved Coke and I loved to drink. But I know if I went back, I don't believe I'd have lived. Yeah. So, so that's good. So you get delivered. Yep. I said, Lord, I'm going to give you a chance. I'm not going back no matter what happened. Wow. Um, devil, you're a liar. Wow. I'm going to stick with God. So I just started reading my Bible and praying, reading my Bible and praying. <laughs> and I went in my prayer room one night. I had one of the spare bedrooms turned into a prayer room. And I was just in there praying, Lord, I'm doing everything that your word tells me to do. But she's still going back out in the world. I mean, I don't know what else to do. I've done everything. I've done everything. And um, I literally heard the Lord say, well, haven't I done the same for you? Oh, my, that's beautiful. And that changed my life forever right there. That, wow. that moment in time, I knew right then there was no going back. Wow. I mean, like I said, I literally heard him say, well, haven't I done the same for you? Wow. And that's changed, like I said, that's changed my life to this day. I bet. So I said, okay, Lord, if you love me that much, I can love Amy that much. That's beautiful. beautiful. So I'm reading my Bible, and I come up on Matthew where you take these mustard seeds, and you can move mountains. And um, it's the scripture under that that gets you. Only this comes by fasting and praying. So, okay, I go to the local hardware store. I buy me a pack of mustard seeds. I go home. 
I eat two a day, one for her, one for me, and I start fasting and praying. I fast for three days, three times a month. Sometimes I do it every week. And this went on, what, five years? I was and worth it. <laughs> you were worth it. Amy, you were worth it. You were worth it. Did I just hear you say that for five years you had two mustard seeds every single day and you fasted three days at a time for y'all's relationship or just to hear the Lord and, and yep. help ask, you know, just let him make this thing right? Sometimes. About every time I fast just water. There's a couple of times I fasted three days with nothing, right. and wow. the Lord just poured out His Spirit on me. How was that I time mean, for you? Most awesome time in my life. Wow. I mean, um, it was, it's almost unexplainable. I mean, I'm 62 now, but those five years with all the fasting and praying and spending time with God was probably the best five years besides where we're at now. You're welcome. But, I mean, it was, um, I mean, it's just unexplainable. He did things to me and changed me. You know, I was working in the church. I was um, running cameras, um, helping with the sound a little bit. Um, started a... This guy had a bicycle ministry. I started helping him. Pastor said, um, I'm going to hook you up with the, another guy that does bicycles. So we did bicycles for what, three? I think three years, three or four years, um, to homeless kids. They would wow. rebuild bikes wow. and refurbish them and then distribute them to homeless kids. Wow. That's, super That's beautiful. Cool. And we had a couple little outreach churches that we'd go to on the weekend. We told the pastor just have all the kids come to church that Saturday, bring their bikes, and we'd work on them. That's beautiful. But um, I just served the Lord, ate my mustard seeds, and oh. prayed and fasted <laughs> for her. Great story. Wow. And um, at least there's a couple of times I left where I pray every morning while I was getting ready. Then I'd get busy. I had a lab that was my best buddy. And I'd have to get him ready to get outside and go on the back porch. And I'd get halfway to work, and I thought, oh, man, I didn't eat my mustard seed. I'd turn around and go all the way back home to eat my mustard seeds. <laughs> but I had, I had certain scriptures I'd read, and um, here we are today. Wow. So it was a rich full time. Wow. Okay, so what so, happened after yeah, five what years? How did, yeah, how well, let me go turn? back to my part. Go back to your <laughs> yeah, part, girl. Yeah. So Mike prays like right in the beginning, and God instantly delivers him from like everything. Mm -hmm. From a lifetime, yeah, basically, from a of lifetime. Addiction. And so I'm mad because I'm like, God, He don't even know you. Like I've known you my whole life, and, and you had been asking to be delivered. Yeah. From sure. And I'm like, You're going to deliver Bubba Gump over here, but not me. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like really mad, like very angry because mm. it was it was heartbreaking. I was like, why? Sure. And so that kind of made me bitter, I think. Um, you know, you just feel like, wow, why not me? You know, sure. So mm. it's like then it was that another way Satan could just kind of creep in there and go, sure. wow. Bitterness is a yeah. powerful. Yeah. In, in a not good way. Absolutely. Thing. Yeah. So um, we we were married a year. We separated a year, 
and then you know after that second year we divorced and then five years we were separated and he was eating mustard seeds for his woman you <laughs> for me wonderful you wow <laughs> now during that time I was going through therapy okay. um Mike was leading an addictions class at his church to help people get out of the drugs and alcohol um wow. at that point I had pretty much five years into it I was doing great um had been delivered and um, yeah so it was awesome and I was helping people come out of the lifestyle so I was working with the ministry helping people and our paths would always cross it was so funny like I I remember I accidentally walked in on him on a date (laughs) at the Starbucks and I'm like trying to creep around going oh my god and and he's like hey and I'm like (laughs) and then I broke down at the airport and he happened to be flying in that day and it was so funny how God just kept intertwining us because here I am broke down in another city Wow. And it was him who came to my rescue. Wow. I call him my Michael Hosea. If anybody's ever read Redeeming Love, <laughs> he was my Michael Hosea. So, um, yeah, he was always there. But it's funny because I didn't understand the mustard seeds at the time. But now I see that he delivered Mike first because he knew Mike would have the faith to stand into the gap for me. That's wow. So I'm like, oh, that's why you let him go first. <laughs> you had <laughs> to have an interceder. Yeah, that's beautiful. He was my intercessor. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so, yeah. beautiful. So those five years when you're separate, you got free from the homosexual Absolutely. lifestyle. Absolutely, yes. Wow. I remember sitting in church and the pastor just coming up to me and saying freedom, and I just remember it just went, and I was like, whoa, what's that? I like leaped in church, and I don't dance. Y'all know me. You're not a leaper. I'm not a leaper at all. So I was like, whoa, and he was going hunting, and we would kind of meet up like. We would intertwine, and, like, when things would happen, we would meet up and be like, oh, I'm sorry for this, or I'm sorry. You know, like, we would... Okay, Making we things right. Yeah. Like, something would be brought up, and I would be, like, in therapy, and I'd be like, oh, I probably need to go apologize to Mike, and, you know. So, we kind of kept a bond. It was sure. weird. A friendship, mm-hmm. it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. So, you had an experience in church that was very noticeable where you mm-hmm. got free. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, it, but it was lots of just therapy and, and working and, and walking it out with the Lord. And Absolutely. Every day, my dad was a big faith man, which is really funny because he had no idea. But my dad would always teach me that scripture from the time I was a kid. You know, call those things not as though they are, you know, if you have faith, there's a mustard seed, blah, 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 blah. Wow. So, I remember I was trying to get out of the lifestyle and I would literally get up every morning and go, okay, God, I am a, um, I, I just declare that I have natural affection for men. That's I beautiful. declare heterosexuality over me. I declare natural affection. Wow. And at, like every morning I would say, I would see myself normal. I see myself, whatever. Yeah. And so every day was a declaration. It's beautiful. Even before I knew what a declaration was, but yeah. I was just calling it down going, okay, God, let's do this. Like don't halfway do it. If you're going to do it, do it. Don't, you know. Do it halfway. Like, if you're going to fix me, fix me. That's beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of my plead. That's beautiful. My it's plead. a beautiful plead. And so this is, wow, yeah. you guys are basically getting restored. These five right. years, it's almost like there was a separation, and you, you're you getting healthy and whole. Absolutely. Okay, and how did you get back together this second time? Um, Mike went through a rough patch at church. It was kind of like, bleh. And I was, like, in a great spot. <laughs> and so I was like, Wow. So we were kind of talking again, and I felt like I really needed to kind of pull him in. Did you know about the mustard seeds at this time? 
I don't think I knew. All right. I'm pretty sure I didn't know. I just knew he was not in a good place. Okay. And he needed somebody to kind of pull him in. So he started going to church with me. And he's a big hunter. He's all about going hunting. And I had to watch his dog. He was going hunting. It was during Thanksgiving, I think. And I was going to house it for him and check on Samson. And I got there. Samson. Yeah, Samson, <laughs> the Samson. dog. Is it the black lab that you love so much? No, it was the white lab. We have a black lab now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was there, and when I got there, he had three white roses in a vase. And there was a card, and when you opened it up, it said, take up your mat and walk. And it was like my heart just leaped, and I just knew. I was like, oh, my gosh. I love him. <laughs> he was like that mushy, uh, blah. That's good stuff, Amy. I know no. it's true. I know, but it was just like that reality of, oh my gosh, like I really want to marry him. Wow. Yeah. It was, and he was like, "Are you sure?" Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I asked him to marry me. <laughs> Did you? Did she ask you to marry? Him? Yeah. <laughs> we can edit that part now. <laughs> Mike, I'm glad we've had that in common. It's so r- oh, wonderful. Hush. That's not true. Hush. <laughs> wow. So you get back together, married after five years. Right. And then how has this gone the second time? So this, y'all have been married the second time 13 years. Is that right? Am yeah, I we talking? got married in 07. Okay. Okay. So 11 years. 11 years. Gotcha. Gotcha. So okay. We just celebrated 11. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. It is awesome. You guys have a beautiful thing going. Yeah. Um, Like I said, God's been good to us the whole time I've prayed. um, You know, Lord, just um, give me one more chance to have a real family. You know, because the other marriages I was in was, you know, just drugs, alcohol, and wasn't no... Lord in it, sure. I, and since I was saved, I want to know what a real marriage would be, oh, and what oh, a real wow. wife would be, and what <laughs> would be raising a real, you know, child the way I should. That's precious. And um, he's faithful, and he answered my prayer. That's beautiful. So I had no desire to have kids, so understand that, none. So this was like a whole new thing where all of a sudden we're going to talk about, like, raising a family. I was wow. like, whoa, what's that? Sure. It's yeah. a big, big oh, issue. It was, yeah. So, But you guys have, you have a little person. We did. We prayed and prayed and prayed and, you know, it, it, we had to go to fertility. I mean, it was a hot mess. I didn't just, know that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was awful. I don't say awful, but I mean, it wasn't like, oh, God, sure. give me a baby. And all of a sudden you have the baby. Sure. But I mean, I did the same thing. I would wake up every morning and put my hands on my belly and say, God, I just call myself pregnant. You know, awesome. there's a baby in my belly. And, you know, awesome. every morning it was declarations. And nice yeah. praying for a boy because I got two girls from my other marriage. <laughs> and you did. You guys got little Hunt. We little got Hunter. Hunter Isaac. Our and son of promise. Hunter Isaac Nellums. And um, it was cool. Um, I was in there when. She was having him. Doctors was late. <laughs> so about this time I'm tripping. <laughs> the nurse was too. The nurse said, quit pushing. <laughs> well, but I mean. Anyway, they have Hunter. He's born. He's screaming bloody murder. And the nurse is over there wiping him up. Then they stick him in the leg with a needle mm. and makes him scream even more. Then they say, here, you want to hold him? And she hands him to me, and I say, hey, buddy, this is your daddy. 
He shut up just like that. Oh, he loves you. Because the whole time she was pregnant, I'd rub her belly. I'd sing to him. I'd talk to him. And it's just like when he come out, he knowed my voice. Nurse looked at me and says, I had never seen that. Oh, that's beautiful. And I've got a birthmark on my right leg. And he's got the same one. (laughs) On his back, on the left side. <laughs> you guys, he was made for you. Yeah. You guys are perfect. Just, just for me. Oh, that's and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is beautiful restoration. I mean, you guys are just experiencing lots of restoration. So this gets us to what happened with Mike, right? So you guys are married for a long time. I'm in our absolutely. Store. Okay, okay. So we're married a long time. We Mike's company starts going downhill, and then. He gets laid off, retired, because he'd been there so long. And so we ended up taking a job here in Georgia. Okay. And so that's how we ended up here. Okay. And then Mike gets attacked at work. Right. And then you guys are just walking this out with the Lord. I mean, I'm sure Absolutely. you're praying, believing the Lord. How was that time in between the time that you got attacked to when we actually met you with Bethel? How was that time? Like, what was that healing process like? Uh, for me, it's rough. Because sure. after working for a company 30 years, then they let you go just because, well, I mean, they shut down three plants. I mean, sure. you kind of understand, but same time, it's... That's tough. I, I think it's worse than a divorce. Sure. I mean, I, I was, I've been with that company long when I was hired. <laughs> 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 but, um, there's that. <laughs> but, you know, I, I took it hard. Sure. And then having to move up here, I prayed for a job, prayed for a job. And um, when we were still living in Lakeland, um, the Holy Spirit said, well, no work for me. It's like God was saying, work for me. Then I get this job interview up here, and I take this job. And it's absolutely the worst job I've ever had in my life. Shoot. It was the managers were mean. They would, um, they just talk to you like a dog. That's no good. And it, it, it was horrible. And then the attack that, happens. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And um, I say a prayer every morning. Um, can I say part of it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Please. Yeah. But it's real long, but I'll just give you the first part. Um, I just, when I get up in the morning, we got a big old dove hanging over a bed. I look at it. I say, now, good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Um, dear Heavenly Father, I present my body living sacrifice, holy and acceptable in your sight. Father, I put on the strong belt of truth. I put on the breastplate of God's approval. I put on the shoes that are able to speed me along as I preach the good news of peace with God. And above all, I take the shield of faith to stop the flaming arrows aimed at the bit of the wicked. I take the hammer of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And according to your Word, the glory of the Lord is my rear guard. Oh, beautiful, Mike. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it all now. You go right ahead. Say that prayer. We love it. That's beautiful. um, Lord, I thank you for the armor that you have provided me to dress in this day. I am completely covered now in the name of Jesus. And according to your word, Father, upon Jesus, I have built my life, my home, and my marriage. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. For you are my shepherd, I shall not want. For you have supplied all my needs according to your riches and glory. And I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And, Lord, I cast down every proud argument, and I bring into captivity every evil thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. 
And dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I cast all my cares upon you, for you care for me. And I praise you for walking in divine health, for you are my God, who healeth all my diseases, and by your stripes I am healed. Lord, and I just praise you and I thank you for the good health and the prosperity, even as my soul prospers, for the joy of the Lord is my strength. Now, Father, I've prayed according to your word, and you have said you'd watch over your word to perform it. So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, just rise up and live big within your servant this day. Rise up and live big within your servant this day. And where I'm getting at, I was kind of mad at the Lord for letting me get beat up. And, you know, like I told you earlier, uh, he could have beat me to death. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody hadn't pulled him off of me, and I went to that, you know, the Lord, the glory of the Lord is my rear guard. Awesome. And I said, Lord, where was you at? If you're my rear guard, where, um, why did this happen? He said, I was with you. If I wasn't with you, you wouldn't be here. He'd killed you. That's beautiful, Maria. And when he told me that, I was happy. I still don't like crowds or loud noises, but. Well, I just something I got to go through. And he's married with. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Please pray, <laughs> Mike. That's beautiful. So this this is your prayer. Like this is your healing process. This mm. is where you're just throwing the doors open to Jesus to make this thing right. Yep. I wonder how good it's going to get. I really do. There's 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 not a person in history that's ever set their heart on the Lord like that that didn't yeah. have just complete and total blown up wild reward and restoration. I think he's going to do things I can't even imagine. He is. He is. You're right. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. And all for his glory. Okay, so Amy, you're, tell us a little <clears throat> bit about school, and then I want to hear. We had this recent service that we that was just beautiful, that you guys had full-blown encounters with the Lord. And so we'll wrap it up with that. But first, tell us, what was school like last year? Because, I mean, so... Let's see, this was one year. This is two years into Mike's healing process. He's coming after that experience, correct? Right. Yep. Um, you hear the Lord, you come to school. What was it like? It was overwhelming <laughs> because I'm working full time. Sure. Um, Mike's now home with Hunter. Um, so it's a total uh, role reversal. Yeah, sure. total role reversal. And, yep. you know, just going through the emotions and, you know, just trying to figure life out again. You know, sure. I mean, our lives have totally changed. We now go to dinner at like three and four because, you know, the crowds affect him. So it's, you know, sure. it's, it's been a big adjustment. So I've started going to school and I, I act up a lot. We all know that. <laughs> you don't act up. Amy, you're so fun. You just have things you need to say. I know a lot of things I need to say. So I tend to make myself kind of in the corner to kind of keep everybody else focused because I know I can be distractful. I appreciate that. Yes. Amy. You're thinking so about other people. I am because I know me. So, um, but in that, I'm not touchy feely. I am not a hugger and everybody <laughs> public service announcement, everybody at Bethel likes to hug <laughs> and they're not it's side huggers. Stuff. They love to hug. No, it's the real deal. It's the real deal. Like yeah. they count like to 5,000 and then they let you go. So <laughs> that was, <laughs> this was funny when you started the very beginning of the year, I was like, Hey, you okay? I know. I was like a deer in headlights. I was like, stop hugging me. <laughs> she never did. You were super gracious, but you would stiffen up to the point that I'd be like, Hey, you okay? Yeah. And you're like, 
I don't like to be touched. <laughs> I know. But I everybody. Like, what? But what, you, what are you doing in here? Girl, you're going to be touched. And then I would just hug you more. <laughs> yes. It was like I had a big target on my back it after was. that. Yep. It was like, oh, my gosh. And I remember I ended up riding to Panama City with Sunshine. <laughs> and that was hysterical. She is so funny. And I literally laughed the whole way back. But so much happened even at Panama City. Which is the kickoff of the year. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it yep. was just so much freedom even started at that very moment with me having to just I remember God just told me to own it own your story yeah quit hiding from it quit running from it just own it you did and I'm like ugh, what does that look like you did it (laughs) so yeah yeah, because I'm used to accountability and whatever and God's like you don't need accountability you just need to walk in it like just walk it out you're free What I saw in you last year was that you went from a beautiful, that was a gorgeous step in your story, accountability Mm -hmm. and, and some law, which is not bad. Law's a tutor. Law's a gorgeous thing. When you don't have any law, good grief, law's like heaven. Right. (laughs) But then when you, when you have learned, then you move into grace when you are being governed by the Holy Spirit and where you just genuinely love doing the right thing. And I watched you make that transition last year. It was wonderful. Well, I'm glad you thought it was wonderful because it was frightening. <laughs> <laughs> but you owned it. You did, did it so well. God was like, I want you to be obedient and I want you to um, be vulnerable. And that was the two things that he pretty much told me for the year. He said, if you will be vulnerable with your story, and be obedient with what I tell you to. You'll see people delivered and healed. And I watched it all around me happen, and I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it just was like, awesome. yeah. And I remember the the one night we were in, and it was the most terrifying night for me because I am structure. Even though I love to goof off, I am very structured. And we came in, and I think it was at Christmas. And the room, there were no chairs. I couldn't <laughs> hide. They had like a a section for like uh, hand massages and foot <laughs> massages and praying for healing and singing prophetically. And I'm literally like, oh my gosh, I cannot hide. And I'm like literally wanting to leave. And I remember Marie Joy goes, I know you're here. I will be looking for you. You do not leave. And I'm like, God, this is so uncomfortable. Like I don't want to do any of this. This is all touch in vulnerability. And I just remember God going, Amy, what did I ask you to do? And I'm like, ugh. And so I made sure I went through every station. You did, Amy. You were faithful like that all I year. I did. And mm-hmm. I remember Derek, I was like, ain't no man rubbing my feet. And I got Derek <laughs> prophesying over while he was giving me a, a foot washing. And I'm like, great. <laughs> Note to self, don't ever say never with God because he it makes you eat beautiful. it. <laughs> it was beautiful. And you had a breakthrough after breakthrough after I breakthrough. I did because I was afraid of touch. And that's probably one of my biggest breakthroughs was I didn't like touch because to me, touch was always associated with perversion. Sure. Yep. So so it was really, really uncomfortable because yeah. I didn't want people thinking I was overstepping and I didn't want people overstepping. So there's just, just this fine line. And I remember going up and it was um, <laughs> Joseph and Jonathan and they were praying for healing. And they were like, hey, what do you need today? And they're like, got their arm on my shoulder. And I'm like, I don't like to be touched. I want healing. And I remember Jonathan going, okay, there's that. And he like was like, what do you do? <laughs> but I remember going home after that prayer, and it was literally like 
a, a just a switch just went poosh. it broke off of you you oh texted me today i need a hug and a smiley face i know i, I told the lord <laughs> i'm like Bird. i just thanked him i was like yeah. father thanks you make a difference yeah. that's absolutely awesome. but it was like that fear mm-hmm. i was like okay it's okay to it was visible healing yeah. all last year. We just yeah. watched you. I mean, you just were loved and then loved and then loved and then loved. And you you just responded beautifully. You love Jesus. Butterfly. <laughs> you wind up a butterfly. <laughs> You're out of that cocoon. Bye, cocoon. That's Bye, exactly cocoon. Right. Bye, Felicia. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so really quickly, a couple, or it's been a month ago now, we had a service right. at church. And it, uh, we were in worship, and it was beautiful. I mean, it was wonderful. It was this powerful, gorgeous service. Worship did not stop. Right. And awesome. so worship ended up being the entire service. Like the, um, Steve was gracious and, and, and didn't teach. And anyway, the Lord was doing wonderful things, and we've had so many testimonies come out of it. Two of them were you guys. Mike, would you share what happened to you during that, that worship service? Uh, yes. Um, you know what? I've had back surgery, and... Been doing pretty good, and um, I slept with Hunter one night. He's want me to sleep in there with him, and his I don't know what it is. His bed's as hard as his table, but I got up the next morning. I couldn't even hardly walk. Oh wow! I had like a knife just going right in my back. This one I want for two days. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. and um. During that service, when the Holy Spirit just poured out on everyone and started praying, Amy reached over and started rubbing my lower back where it was hurting. And um, I just um, could just feel the Holy Spirit. I I feel like somebody's breathing on me sometimes when the Holy Spirit comes by. I can feel wind. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just like... <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. You keep going. This is gorgeous. Yeah. But um, she is rubbing my back and praying. My eyes are praying. And it just, um, just kind of got cool. And um, I left church that night, healed. Hadn't heard wow. of that since. That's awesome, Mike. That's beautiful. That's so great. Thank you, Jesus. Amy, yeah, what about thank you? Thank you. I'm not one to go up front, but I kept feeling the Holy Spirit just say, come worship me. And there was like a million people there, and I'm not big on crowds. And I'm like, I can't even get to the altar if I wanted to at this point because the Holy Spirit had just broken out. It was and I just, exciting. Yeah, I just remember just sitting there, and we were in the back, and he was just like, kneel. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Like, I'm at the end. So I just remember kneeling down, and um, somebody had said something about what would you do if God were standing right in front of you. And it like knocked the breath out of me. And I'm like, oh my God, what would I say to you, Jesus? You know? And I just remember sitting there worshiping him. And I just remember God going, just give it to me. What, whatever it is you're, you're struggling, whatever it is that's holding you back. And it was like, I could just see him just reaching in and just digging up roots. And we were just throwing them in the fire and they were just burning up. And he's like, it's going to be okay. Like I got this. And I'm like, Okay, so I didn't think anything about it. I'm like, okay, cool, God. You just burned up some bushes. I don't know what they were. And so the next morning we go to my cousin's church, the one that introduced me to Bethel. And she, I gave her a hug and kind of just sat down, and we were sitting in church, and she just kind of watching me, and she's looking at me real weird. And 
she kept like looking over and glancing at me and I'm like Dina what's wrong with you like what is it and she starts crying and I'm like oh my god did I do something wrong like what what is it and she's like your countenance it's so different it's gone the fear like you're not afraid you're not afraid and I'm going huh that just happened. (laughs) So that was just like really cool because I didn't know at the time that God had even healed it. But she knew because, you know, she she knows. Yeah, she saw it. She was like, whoa. So, yeah, it was awesome. You guys are just, you know, everything you just said sounds like just restoration. This is what restoration looks like. And so we got to wrap it up, but we're going to, let's just release that over. Can we pray over you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Father, we love you. 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 How could we not love you? You are beautiful. Jesus, thank you for what you've done. Holy Spirit, thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We just release the full restoration of heaven, this beautiful thing that you are doing in the Nellums. We just say more, more, again and again and again. Father, we thank you for double, for all the trouble that they've Mm -hmm. ever been through. I thank you for their lives, what they were in the beginning, that, Father, you are going to restore their lives. And I declare this over them, that restoration looks like better than they've ever dreamed, better than they've ever thought, better than it was ever even supposed to be in in originally before it even Mm -hmm. before the enemy even got in there we say better better more and more we declare supernatural healing over mike we say he's totally whole from the top of his head to the bottom of his toes every single thing in and on him completely and totally whole thank you for what you're doing and amy we just say more and more again and again and again thank you sir yeah i I was actually just kind of seeing this is a, a really um this is a really big like your trajectory just completely changed. I feel like the next five to ten years of you guys' life is just going to be really, really fruitful and really, really, um, you're going to be sharing your testimony a lot. Um, and people are really going to be changed. You're going to see the fruitfulness of what God um, started in you uh, when you started eating those seeds and you started believing in faith for your marriage. You're going to start to see the fruit of that, um, like, multiply. So, and I also think too that people that are there are people that are listening to the podcast right now that are like, this is intriguing. You're you're intrigued by the story, and you're thinking, I need a breakthrough like that. And I'm just going to tell you, it's here, it's and here. you and you got it. Um, it's yours. So, and you can you know what if you want to communicate with us too, you can do it. You can um, email us at. Um, what it, it, you can email us at bachats at bethelatlanta.com and we would love to hear your story. We'd love to, to, to hear the testimony of this invitation and the testimony to be free um, from a lifestyle and, and, and to be able to walk with God awesome. and to have a love relationship with him and be able to see your, your life um, trajectory completely change. This is your invitation and you have it right now. It's beautiful. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for coming to share and being vulnerable. Vulnerable. <laughs> Good job, Amy. <laughs> and, and thanks. Uh, wow, what a wonderful what a wonderful story. You guys are so special. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you, thank you. Well, you guys are awesome. Jesus loves you. And we love you too. <laughs>